Well, let's welcome back Coach Trusty. Coach, do you have team updates for us? Uh, the biggest update is uh, you know just the way that we've responded after uh, after Saturday's loss. Um, you know, none of us, I think, we want to play, but it's always funny anytime. Um, whether you win or lose, when you watch the film, you find out it's been as good as it feels. Far from where we want to be, and now um, this whole week they've just been really committed to, to doing the little things, the, the small details. It's been a great week of practice so far, and I'm excited for for a fresh new season conference play. Well, let's talk a little bit about last week's game. Uh, first of all, your, your overall thoughts on the contest. You know, Carroll's a really good team. Um, we, we knew that going in that, you know, especially offensively, you know, they were, they return a ton of seniors. Um, you know, I think they're well coached. They do a good job controlling last scrimmage. And, you know, we, for us to, to, to compete in the game, we, we had to be more efficient on offense than we were. You know, oftentimes the best defense is good offense. And, we had to get ourselves off the field on some critical downs, some third downs. Our defense did a good job of getting them to some third and fourth, um, you know, but they converted at like about 70%. we got to find ways to get off the field. So there's been a, a big emphasis on the team of, of just winning those critical moments. We did some third down periods. We've done some different things this week to, to try to prepare ourselves for, for the future um, in those events. And hats off to, to Carol and you know, they, they get a chance to eat some donuts this year, and we'll be working hard, you know, to, to keep growing from, from this loss. So. I, I know one of the challenges you had entering the season was to, to really get yourself that running back or group of running backs that you could depend upon. A, a little bit of a tough outing against Carroll. What are your thoughts about the running group right now and, and, you know, who you would like to lean on at this point if there is somebody? Yeah, so it's, it's kind of a twofold um, issue, right? So it's, it's making sure that, you know, the, the running back group is, is ready to roll, and then part of that is, is who's in front of them. You know, it's building some consistency up front. And, um, yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of growth in our offensive line, so that, that encourages me. I, there's a lot of potential in the group. We have a lot of first-time starters. Some of them are young players. Some of them are upperclassmen. But, um so that plays a role. It's, uh, you know, I think our consistency running the football. And then, you know, the other element is the running back position. Um, you know, Mike Dupree is a senior for us. You know, has had a really good camp. He, he recovered from an ACL last year. Um, you, know, you know, I'm really excited to see him take his next step. I think he's, he's learning to trust both himself um, after the injury and, and also his, his guys up front. Um, I do think you'll see some different faces in the backfield at times um, to assist in that. We, we've got to be you know, more efficient in the run game. That's the, when we really are a, an effective offense, it's, it's, it starts there. And um, as much as we like to, to throw the ball around a little bit, use our passing game, um, yeah, the whole reason we use the passing game is to open up the run game. So that'll be a huge uh, point of emphasis the next few weeks, and I'm excited to see those, those guys bounce back. You guys were moving the ball sometime and having some opportunities, but it, but it looked like the turnovers kind of turned against you at this point. How do you address that with the team to be a little more careful with the ball, I guess, is the word I use. Yeah, you know, so we, we've had two weeks of, of just a handful of fumbles. Um, 
fumbles, if that makes any sense. So, like, the first week I was disappointed. I felt like we were a little sloppy with the football. Um, this 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 week, with the exception of one of our, our meshes, um, we had a bad pitch relationship. Um, the other sacks kind of came through, or the other fumbles came through pressure, right? So the quarterback's sliding up in the pocket. He's getting ready to break. He's showing motion and they rake the ball. Those are a little bit harder to, to plan for. It's more of a protection issue than it is a ball security issue. Um, so I look at them differently. Uh, but the bottom line is, like, it just comes back to we, we have to be better at the line of scrimmage than we have been. Um, and we can't give, you know, teams, especially good football teams like Carroll, who have, you know, strong offenses, you can't give them extra possessions. So we, um, we're working hard at, you know, Clean those things up and, and having better eyes and doing things to to keep because physically we're there. A lot of times it's, it's mental. It's understanding what we're seeing in front of us. Um, that's that's our next step. And you know, I'm confident we'll, we'll get there. It's just you know the, the reality of a football season is you, it's kind of a race, right? You don't have a lot of time. You got to get you got to get it right. Um, you know, every, the, the time by Saturday. You don't have much time to wait. So. A few fans had written in to ask about this, and I'm sure you're probably asked about this a bunch yourself. Um, but um, you've used three different guys at quarterback. Are you leaning a particular direction, or is this more of kind of a game-time decision right now? Uh, it's been injuries, to be honest. <laughs> um, so we, I, I will say we are – it's the deepest quarterback room I've had. In, in all my time, you know, I've been blessed to coach some good quarterbacks and I've had some guys, you know, all Americans and all those things. Um, it's the deepest room by far, you know, like Nate Griffith stepped in on Saturday and Nate's been our three this year. And, and you know, as well as I do, like Nate won several games for us last year. And I feel fully confident that if Nate Griffith's in the ball game, like we have a chance to win. Um, so that is a blessing. You know, what's, What's been um, difficult, and really for those guys, is like we haven't been able to protect them enough with either the run game or some of the things we're doing, you know, third, those third long situations, and that whoever's starting, you know, doesn't get a chance to build consistency and rhythm. Like I thought Bryce Barbian had a really um, – it didn't always maybe look like it on paper, but watching the film and stuff, like his decision-making was pretty strong, like a good poise. Like, did things that, like, you know, he was a week one starter. We were like, okay, we can build off this. But, unfortunately, Bryce had, had an injury and was out last week. And then Trey comes in and very similar, right, like made some really positive moves, um, was good. I thought extended plays really well at the speed, like has a quick release and demonstrated that. And then he got banged up. And so it's just been like this mixed, mixed group and, I think the biggest thing you're seeing is our offense has lacked any sort of continuity due to injury, and, and we need that moving forward. We got to stay healthy. We got to make good choices, and, and we players of the week from this week, coach. Um, yeah, so we, we have. Anytime you have a loss, it's funny. We had our defensive player of the week, Savon Goodwin, had 16 tackles, was all over the field, has been you know kind of. We've got some great leaders on defense. I would say he's the the, the emotional leader of the defense. Um, and did a really good job leading, you know, even when we weren't playing great on Saturday. 
he was our defensive player of the week. He's like, Coach, I feel like, you know, I shouldn't have any defensive player of the week. We gave up a lot of points, but I still want to recognize, you know, strong performances and, and good leadership. So he was great. Um, you know, offensively, we've had a couple guys step up. You know, I've been really pleased with, uh, you know, Vinny Brim and Ricky Rodriguez have been good up front. They, they're, they're guys that are definitely worth noting. Our, our player of the week was Trey. Big catches and um, we use him in a lot of different roles, so um, it's been cool to see him just play the way he can. Uh, we have South really have been doing a nice job, and that's one thing. Like you and I talked at the beginning of the year about you know the depth of the team, and it's really showing itself. Like the scout units that we have, the looks that we're getting um, are just phenomenal, and really proud of of, of our. You know, a lot of those guys are young players, right, and they're giving good effort. Um, you know, so Hayden Carranza is a, a young safety that, that came to us from Benedictine this year. Um, was great at, at that role. So he's our scout D player. Scout O is Holt Chavez, um, incredible leader, plays any role you can. I mean, he's literally playing receivers and tight ends, the blocking back, and even stepped in a, at a whole line role once in a while when they had some extra stuff that they did. Um Special teams was Elijah Chevy's been snapping the ball phenomenal. I mean, our off times, um, punt and kicks are great. We have to clean up uh, kick protection, but the operation is great. And then uh, our worry of the week is Mark Wines. Mark is the senior O lineman for us. Um, has dealt with more on-field adversity than I've ever seen. I mean. Every year, Mark gets himself ready to play, works his tail off in the offseason, has had some weird, freaky injury. Um, it just never seems to fail. And he had another one again in camp this year, and, um, it, but that never affected the type of teammate he was, leader. I mean, he was coaching up the O-line group when he was out and then was able to play a little bit on Saturday. So it was good to see him get back on the field. That's awesome. Well, let's talk about this week. Uh, as you mentioned, enter conference play against a, a pretty good St. Norbert team out of there coming off a tough, a tough loss last Saturday. Your thoughts on this contest? Uh, always well coached. Um, you know, that's one thing I've, I've always been impressed with how their, their coaching staff uh, prepares their football team. You know, their D coordinator, um, Coach Druick, he, he does a really good job of giving multiple looks. Um, it's, it's clear, you know, they do a good job of containing teams. You have to earn drives against them. They're not going to surrender a lot of big plays. Um, you know, I think offensively they've changed the style. They, they've been, you know, in the past they've been a little bit more run heavy and complemented it with the pass game, whereas right now they've, they've leaned on their passing game a little bit more. They're, they're throwing it quite a bit. Um, so that will be an interesting, you know, battle, I think, is to see how we handle that. Uh, I know this, like, as good as they are, our guys are really hungry for this opportunity. We feel like two years ago we played St. Norbert. It was about as bad as a football game could have gone. It was not a good reflection of who we were. Um, and we learned, it was really kind of a catalyst moment for our program. And the guys have really grown from that. Last year we felt like we had them on the ropes and we just couldn't finish them. And so um, I think every guy that's that's been in our program, um, all the all the returning players. I mean, this is one we've had circled for a while. It's like we'll know if we've made progress. We'll know that when we get into the pier and we play a good St. Norbert team, that we come ready to match them punch for punch. That that's going to be the sign of, of the progress that we've made. 
Now, you talked about they, they like to throw the ball. I mean, I think that's like 90% of their offense so, so far this season. Um, how do you feel like your secondary matches up? Because I know you saw that as a strength of your defense. I'm excited to see how those guys match up. I think it'll, it's going to be fun. Um, you know, Carroll had a couple couple pass plays on us, but a lot of it was um, some matchup thing. You know, they have a really good outside of that's like 6-4, you know, um, physical, and we played, you know, we had contested balls, and he just made a couple of nice plays on it, so it wasn't like coverage busts. Um, this week, it's, it's going to be a little bit different. The matchups aren't quite the same. Um, I feel really good about, you know, our safety play. I, I like our corners. You know, Brandon Ansex has been an awesome addition to that corner room. Xavier Allen is a junior that um, has just dramatically shifted his play. Like, always had talent, but didn't always play confidently, and now you're seeing him break on balls and make plays, and it's been fun. He got a pick on Saturday, so that was so cool to see. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think, quite honestly, I think, like, if they want to throw it around a little bit, that actually plays a little bit more to who we are on defense. Um, the strength of our defense is how we run. Um, so I'm excited to see how that, that plays out. Well, excellent. Well, let's stay with that for a moment and jump into fan questions. The first one is from Travis, who would like to know, how do you feel that the transition of Carter Schneider to, to defensive back is working for him and the team? That's a great question. Um, we've been really, really pleased. With, like Carter's come down and made some, some impressive run fits uh, from the safety spot, which I think is – that was like the big question. We had a feeling, because Carter's played specials before and he's made some big hits, we had a feeling he would be good um, doing that skill. But you just never know, like a receiver, you know, making that transition and having to fill the run is not always an easy an easy change. Um, so he's done a great job there. He's actually – he's at a place now kind of where he was on offense. Like he now know, is, knows his role in his assignment so well that he can start to pick up the guys around him. Um, and that I'm really excited to see because now that, that's a sign to me that he's playing more free that he's able to start communicating and helping others, whereas, you know, when you first start a new position, it's just like, okay, where do I have to be, you know? So I, I think you're going to continue to see Carter, like, week after week, make a bigger and bigger impact on the game uh, from that safety spot, and it's, it's been a good move. Next up we have Lewis, who says, Coach, I know that it's <clears> – <throat> excuse me, I'm sorry about that. I know it can be a challenge to work with younger guys, especially in pass protection – how do you feel that the running backs are doing and protecting the quarterback? Because it looks like they are a little bit lost at times. Yeah, so some of that is because we, we release the back so often. Typically, we get the back out. Um, we, we, we try to be a five-wide team as much as we can. Um, the, the biggest issue, on it, like so like Saturday, for example, we actually had some instances where it, it looked like a running back issue, but it was a quarterback communication problem. Like, we made a, a line check um, that was the right check up front, and our quarterback miscommunicated to the back. And so we had, we had um, the back actually slide opposite of where he's supposed to. And unfortunately, because the QB communicated that, he ended up taking a hit. So there's there's some things there that, like, it. I don't want to throw it all on the backs because you know, they're getting – communicated from the cues um it's it's definitely like a i think a package deal the backfield as a whole has to understand how they work together and we work at it you know daily um communicating protection but you know you get so many different pictures and you know 
that's it's not always easy. You know, it's easier said than done sometimes. I'll say. Next up is Tim, who says, with so, such a large team for for the first time for you, and with a lot of sophomores and freshmen on the club, how impressed are you with the role that the captains have embraced in helping these young guys to be able to learn your culture and your team guidance? It's been it's been phenomenal. Um, I, I'll say it this way. So after the game, obviously, you know, you get you, you get you finish the game. If you lose, you're kind of frustrated, whatever it is. And so I had all these people come and talk to me after the game, and you know, including Coach Miller, um, you know, the former head coach here who started this program. Um, I had some friends that coach high school teams in the area that were at the game. Um, you know, and I just had some some casual observers that reached out. All of them made a, a comment to me just how impressed they were at our sideline our communication, um, at our leadership, of the way the guys were rallying each other. Um, you know, even just the guys that weren't playing a major role were, were being positive and trying to pick each other up and staying engaged. Like, those are things that every single one of them pointed out to me, which that excites me because that's, that's the sign. Like, those are the things that need to take place for us to move forward. And um, it's a huge testament to the leaders on our football team um, and to the, the type of guys that, that have said, hey, I want to be a part of this Warrior family, um, those freshmen, you know, buying in and trusting those guys too. So very thankful for that. And um, I just, I'm excited to see us see the fruits of our labor. There's going to be a, a time where it's going to start to click, and I think it's, it's, it's coming soon. Emily would like to know, she says, did I read this right? Do we have our bye week in the last week of the season? Yes. She did read that right. Um, we drew the short straw this year. So our league, um, based on the number of teams, there's always an open week, and it rotates. So we've been very blessed. Like, it's usually been early in the year for us, and, and you don't really notice it. Um, but unfortunately, this is the year that we drew the the last week of the year. So our goal, we've been saying all along, like, our goal is to make that bye week mean something. You know, if we can if we can play well and, and earn either a postseason, you know, playoff, game or a postseason bowl game then that bye week actually you know works in our favor and if not you know ends up just ending your season a little early so yeah it's it's a little different having that 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 schedule fortunately that's it's the only year that we're going to have it raymond would like to know how much of your daily routine is non-football related where you have to do all kinds of administrative stuff that's got nothing to do with the actual performance or preparation for the team more than you'd want to know. <laughs> That's uh, you don't always realize that when you're getting into coaching, you know, especially even as a coordinator, you know, you're you're zoomed in on game plan and personnel and those things, and. Um, when you step into the the head coaching role, you know that's that's a huge part of what you're doing. Is you become, you know, not just a football coach, you're almost like a CEO of your your organization, and so there's a lot of things. Um, that come across your desk that you have to take care of. Now, I'm, I'm fortunate we have a great staff, and so we, we're able to kind of divvy up some of those responsibilities. You know, Coach Fossum is phenomenal. Um, he's kind of like my operations guy. He does a great job with a lot of that. Coach Donovan is a huge help as well. And even Coach Parbs and, and Coach um, Velasco has stepped up a ton. So I'm thankful it's not just all on my desk. Um, but, yeah, there's more than, than you'd think. Bob says, 
I know you were good friends with Coach Bruton. He had to be very sad to see that even with Aaron Rodgers gone, the Packers still dominated the Bears. Did you rub it in a little bit? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't rub it in. I wanted to let Coach. They, they got a nice win against Buena Vista, so I want to let him just enjoy that win and <laughs> some time with his family. But I, I'll definitely be sure to, to remind him uh, next time I see him. You know, just uh, how the Packers still still can 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 beat the Bears without Aaron Rodgers. That was pretty fun to see. Next up is Rick. I would like to know, are there TV shows that you binge watch in the offseason? Not really. Uh, I'm not, I, I don't watch a ton of TV. I used to. I think the last, you know, our, our, the season of life that my wife and I are in, uh, you know, we're, we're really busy. We have a ministry um, that we're very involved with in Milwaukee. Um, and so that has been a huge part of our time now. Um, obviously our boys, you know, our, our youngest is in high school and trying to help him with that. So we, we do watch some things, you know, every, every so often I'll say if there's anything that we'll binge watch, it's probably chosen by my wife. Um, she, <laughs> it's usually how it's going to happen, but I'll, I'll say she's pretty awesome on, cause I, I, that means on Sunday I get to watch some football. So we have, we have some give and take, and she'd probably tell you that, that I end up liking the shows that she picks anyway, so it's it's a fair trade. That was a good lead-in by you since you used this word. Donovan would like to know, have you watched The Chosen, and what are your thoughts on the series? Oh, my, yes. Um, when when The Chosen is on, I, would, I guess that would be a bingeable show. We, I love The Chosen. I really do. Um I know there's some creative license that they take within it, so there's some people in the faith community that have issue with that. Um, but to me, I haven't seen, like, Christian media portray um, Jesus in, in, in a way that, that – in the way that the Chosen has. I, I think for so many that maybe are haven't been exposed to, to who Jesus is um, – for the first time, you know, if you show them the chosen, I think it's going to open their eyes a little bit because there's so many scenes where you see not just the divinity of Jesus, which is, is absolutely why we worship him, but even, even the humanity of it, like how much he just loves people. Right. And this, I think almost every episode, my wife and I like will end up crying when we're done. Like, it's just, it's unbelievable how much, um, how, how much Jesus loves us and how much we don't deserve it. And yet he still chooses us. And so I, I think it's just such a cool, cool way that they show that. And on that note, how about your words of wisdom for this week, Coach? Words of wisdom. So, to me, we we talked on on uh, Monday just how important it is, no matter what what your circumstances are, to be faithful and consistent. Um, you know, if if we're going to praise God when things go our way and, and, and we've been blessed, we have to praise him when we're going through challenges as well. And the Bible speaks to that. A lot of times, um, you know, the book of James, for example, talks about like embracing hardship or adversity because it produces within us perseverance, character, and strength. Um, so the word that we rested on on Monday, and I'm going to continue to, to just make sure that we understand is, you know, in Galatians it says like, let us not become weary in, in doing good for at the proper time we will reap a harvest. And, you know, I think from a football perspective, that's certainly true. It's a principle of, of life, right? Like if you just are faithful by doing the right things over and over, like you're going to see the fruits of that. 
but but certainly on a spiritual perspective, if we're going to continue to praise God and and be you know His ambassadors and show the love that He has for us to other people. Um, it's just a matter of time before more and more people come to know the same truth. So um, we will we will continue to to not grow weary. We're going to work hard. We're going to be there for each other, and we're going to be praising Him every day. Fantastic, Coach Tresty. Thanks for joining us this week. Thank you, Rob. I appreciate it.